You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Dan. And I am Clint and I have no idea how Daniel and I survived and are up this morning. It's Sunday morning. We are... This is it. This is all you have from our voices. No. This is the last little bit of audio that we will be able to produce for quite some time. No, we won't be able to do much after this. Voices are gone. Bodies are a wreck. I carried Daniel like it was the last helicopter out of Nam <laughs> trying to get home because... You think that's a joke, but if you saw us... At, at 1 o'clock in the morning, trying to get back to this hotel room after the night that we had. Listen, Jordan fans, it has been a weekend Woo. here in Charlotte. Woo. Charlotte, how you doing? Uh, hey, if you are new to the podcast, we're glad you're here. You're a UGA fan, and you're listening to this podcast for one reason, and one reason only. That's correct. Because we put a whooping yeah. on Clemson, yeah, and did. everything that we have ever hoped for in life culmination of mm-hmm. was last night. Yeah. We're going to get into all of it, but we're fans. So guess what? We're homers. This game is all we're going to talk about. No no discerning analytical insight no. other than speaking, gushing, glorious reviews about Kirby and this team. And if you don't like it, get off my lawn. It's If you're new to the podcast, we like to give that disclaimer because there's a lot of great Georgia podcasts out there. There's a lot of great content. Um, some of it provides a very objective analysis. We are not that. Nope. We are not objective in any way, shape, or form. Northern Illinois beat Georgia Tech last night. You understand what we're saying? It's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Uh, okay. We're Georgia fans. You're Georgia fans. Thanks for listening. If you're new, subscribe. We are here five days a week. We will somehow, we we're going to drink a lot of tea. Between now and tomorrow, and we will attempt to record another episode tomorrow. Uh, so subscribe to the podcast. Join us each and every day as we talk about this Clemson game and the rest of the season. That uh, might be a good one. It might be a magical one, Clint. We might have some things to say now, about where we're going. <laughs> subscribe to the podcast so that you can uh, join us each and every day for that. <clears throat> and then uh, leave us a five-star rating and review if you like the show. On Apple Podcasts, helps other people find the show. It's the season. A lot of people looking for Georgia Podcasts, and so uh, that helps them find us. If you want to tell somebody about the show, that would help us out a bunch. But mostly, we are just here to be fans and interact with fans. So if you're a fan, email us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. Uh, We'd love to interact with you in either of those places. Got to meet a bunch of you uh, at a tailgate. This weekend, so shout out to anyone. My goodness, that was that. so much what fun. What kind of a tailgate situation will we act like? I thought, I thought I knew what tailgating was. That was, it was like Athens got picked up yep. and transported yep. hundreds of miles and now just landed right outside of Bank of America Stadium. That tailgate was something fierce. It was. Um, but we're not here to talk about the tailgate, Glenn. Nope. No. Um, Georgia... Kicked the crap out of Clemson on the field. Uh, give me, give me the biggest picture thought that you have about the game. This is the most talented roster Georgia has ever had. End of sentence. I said what I said. 
And listen, there is there's a lot to talk about about this game. But what we did to that Clemson offense, I have heard all week, nay, all month, nay, Wait. all summer. There it is. I have heard. I don't know if Georgia has the weapons uh-huh. to, and I quote, score with Clemson. Now, Clint, okay. I ask you. Sure. Did Clemson score? Well, it's it's funny because when Clemson doesn't score, do you know what you have to do to keep up with that scoring? Not much. No, not much. No, you don't have to do much. Do you, it doesn't take many weapons. When their offense manages a field goal, the entire when your defense outscores their offense, Clint, it doesn't take many offensive weapons. I don't know if Ari Gilbert's walking through that door, Clint. I don't. Darnell Washington didn't play, Clint. George Pickens didn't play, Clint. But I don't think it was a problem. Was it a problem for you? Uh, no, I didn't see any problem. No. Here. Let me let me state again. This is the most talented roster, and we're going to get to the offense here in a second. I didn't think it was as bad as y'all making it, but we'll get there in a second. It was bad. You're going to be wrong. Not as bad as y'all making it. We're just not here to talk about that right now. Let's, so, let's just Not right now. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and toot my own horn for a second, if I oh, may, Daniel. I don't, I don't even care. Okay. I was told that in this, quote, new era mm. of college football, in this new high flying, all offense, all throwing, air raid concepts, uh-huh. that you couldn't stop, you had to just outpace them with points. Yeah, you had to. Okay, <clears throat> I came on and and I said, "Bull." Uh huh. If offenses can change, defenses can change, and if defenses can change, you can out scheme an offense uh-huh. at a certain point. <clears throat> sure. I I got receipts. Uh huh. And I'm cashing them in. Because that's exactly what Kirby did. Kirby said, I don't care. You keep your offense. You keep your system. You keep. I will bring mine. And it involves N'Kobe Dean blitzing straight at you from the gut. It involves Adam Anderson, Trayvon, Jalen, Jordan Davis, who said after the game, uh, well, if I get two, someone's free. Two on me means someone's free. And I said, well... What he didn't say is two on me means I'm also going to destroy those two guys and get to the quarterback as well. Two on me is a cute thought. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's a nice thought. It's nice. Um, Channing Tindall, bro, you do you do your one yeah. thing exceptional well. If we're keeping receipts, Clint. We I, may need to. I'm coming out. We may need to issue a little. Cue the music, Dubs. I look. I will admit where I am wrong as well as when I am trying to toot my own horn. <laughs> Channing Tindall, what's up, bro? We're sorry. We're sorry. You we can go just, ahead and do a straight line 20-yard sprint and demolish a man real just, easy. We just get so scared sometimes. We, we don't do. know. We do. We say things that we don't mean. All three inside linebackers played a lot this game. So much. And they played so good, Clint. When it was Quay Walker slash Channing Tindall, the or, and I thought, again, that's cute, whatever. No, there's a reason. I now Quay see Walker was in man coverage against the tight end. Almost the entire game and played great in that role. He played not just admirably, lockdown. He played great in that role. We had seven sacks, they had two rushing yards, but that doesn't that doesn't even begin to justify the story. Yeah. No. Our defense mm-hmm. was not smothering, it was not attacking, 
It was none of those things. It was soul ending yeah. in the depression that Clemson had all game. I promise you the Clemson program and the Clemson fan base is saying to themselves right now, who are we? They are going through an identity crisis. That's what Georgia did to them. That's what your team did to this team. A top two program. This team that's won two national championships in the last five years. This team that thought that they were well on their way to a third national championship. That's what your team has now caused them to question whether they even know what football is. There is now controversy at the quarterback position at Clemson. I'm sorry. I was told that this kid is unflappable. No situation can ever deter him. That's what College Game Day said. College Game Day said, I've never seen a kid so cool and calm. You know what cool and calm looked like as it was being thrust back 15 yards a clip? I I think I saw some flapping. There's a lot of flapping. I just saw a little flapping. Um, Hey, we're going to come back after this with some more initial thoughts. Remember, this is not all-inclusive. We are going to get back to this, I promise you. But first, I want to let you know about our friends over at Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy football sports book that puts players in control and winning within reach. You name the stakes, winner take all. All you have is the advantage. That's it. That's pretty good. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No it's like else. the Georgia defense. It's like the Georgia defense. I'm going to show you where I'm going to come. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you where I'm going. The A gap. And you're not going to stop. Justin, you're missing this if you skip this part. Yeah. Justin, you're Justin just- at the Chili says he skips through the... Uh, the- this is what you're missing. Missing this... Um, look, we love betting on things, and daily fantasy sports is one of those things you can bet on over at Stat Hero. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Three times back, Clint. That's almost like how Georgia scored three times as many points as Clemson. Did almost like that. that last night. Almost <laughs> like that. Listen, you know? we we were not confident throughout the day. No, okay? it was not. It was not a good day Saturday leading up to the game. Listen, you boys are a wreck. We don't know if you if you're not like this. Clemson went through an identity, or is going to go through an identity crisis. We have already gone through. We've ours. gone through ours, so we could. We're here for support, Clemson. If you need somebody to talk to, we know. We know what that's like. Um, I mean, people like John, who just maybe are confident all the time. Good for you, John. It. Good for you, John. Sounds great. That sounds fun for you. It's not how we were built. That's not. We built different, you know. Um, so. It was not a great day, but the thing that gave us confidence all day, the thing we kept coming back to yep. over and over again, was the simple question. Can Clemson run the ball against Georgia? Mm. And the answer to that question time and time again, even before the game, was, well, is number 99 going to play? If, if so, then the answer is no. Clemson cannot run the ball. They don't have a running back. I don't know who that kid is that they're so excited about, but he ain't nothing. Uh, Shipley was the best of them last night. What? And I did. I said best of them. Not okay. best comparatively. Sure. When you compare lower tier, so when you got a bunch of turds laying on the ground and you're trying to pick a best, that's fine for you. If you want to identify so the best turd, then sure, that sounds great. Uh, Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, Jalen Carter, all this, night, all I, night. 
95, and 98. You throw in a little 96 Zion Logue in there. 88. Listen, we, that, they could not, under any circumstance, they were running straight QB power by the second half last night and still not gaining any yards. It was, it was that QB power, it opened up, quote-unquote, just for like a millisecond. It looked like they had something. All of a sudden, Kobe Dean, Channing Tindall, Nolan Smith crashing down from the outside. Wolf Thor got Whoa, in there. Oh, Wolf. We didn't even talk about that. Adam Anderson. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all know who these people are now. And they crashed down and closed it up. Clemson fans sitting in front of us got excited looking at the big picture, seeing how wide open it was. And then within two, three yards, it was closed off. And the most they gained. DJ Uangle rushed for maybe 12 yards or something like that. Those were the biggest chunk plays they had. Yeah. And that's not... And because of that, the Georgia took away. I mean, the scheme, Dan Landing, and the scheme, Clint. The way this defense came out and schemed in this game was unbelievable. Because they took away the short throws. Yep. And they said, "You want to take a shot? Go. Go ahead. I dare you to take a shot." And listen, Clemson didn't even try. Did, hold on. Let, I don't think y'all understand this. We were told we have no. Coverage guys. Nothing in the back end. The best wide receiver in college football is on their side, and a Heisman quarterback is over there, and Clemson's mm-hmm. high flying offense. And Dan Lanning and Kirby Smart said, I'm fine manning up and going one on one. Let's go. Let me say this Justin Ross is fully healthy. Fully. That, they were running reverses with him. You don't. End arounds. You don't run reverses with somebody. Who's still recovering from anything? You understand? There's no excuse in the world. This this offense was decimated, demolished, destroyed by us. And no, no. Uh, okay, really quick. At the end of this podcast, we're going to give you audio from this game experience Daniel and I had. We had some thoughts in live game interactions and reactions. Buckle game. Buckle up. It gets real. We had to delete a few. Yeah, there were a few we had to immediately delete. We couldn't let that audio slip to tell you guys. Let's talk about the offense really quick. Um, I'm going to say this. JT Daniel looks okay. He, he did not play great. No, he had one awful read. It was He locked on and couldn't look elsewhere. That interception was all on him. It was horrible. Yes. And I know all of you offensive coordinators out there are <clears throat> being very critical of the scheme. But clearly, there was a scheme in place where we were trying to stretch them horizontal, left and right. That's we were trying we to, to stretch them east and west. And you wanted us to throw it. You wanted us to take deep shots. Take the shot. You wanted us to throw it more over the middle. And it was wide open. Listen, oh, it's fine. You're all very talented offensive coordinators. Well, I'm that sure. was the guy sitting behind me. Who You're said all very talented. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guy sitting behind us. <laughs> if that was you, you have no idea that, that that we were the people sitting in front of you. But now you're on the podcast, so well. <laughs> uh, listen, clearly Todd Munkin had a game plan, and 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 this was it. Now those East and West plays did not hit no. the way that we wanted them to hit. Okay, but. There's plenty to talk about about the offense. But just for today, we're going to get back to a lot more tomorrow. Can we settle in for just a moment on Mr. Brock Bowers, Clint? Because that's the tweet. Brock Brock. Bowers, that's the tweet. Two words. End of tweet. That's it. Brock Bowers. I was told Darnell Washington wasn't going to play. 
He, and he didn't. I was told that there were no playmakers. None. Brock Bowers came out here. I was told John Fitzpatrick might have a breakout game. Brock Bowers came out here and said, not on my watch. Led the team in receptions. I, First game as a true freshman, 18 years old, national game, number two versus number five. Top five defense in the country, Clemson. Best defense in the ACC. Best defense we will play this season. All year. Until the SEC championship game. Correct. And Brock Bowers out here almost taking picks, or almost picking off a, a ball up in the air for a touchdown that he, he left for it. He was – he sh- – Blocked off a couple of uh, tacklers, shed them off like they were nothing. Yep. Kept running. Uh, Brian Bowers is to be trusted. He was sensational in this game. Do you remember, let me take you back, over a month ago, uh, when Todd Monken is in in his media availability. And reporters, because the Eric Gilbert news is not broken yet, reporters are asking him question after question about Eric Gilbert. And Todd Monken says the words... Uh Ari Gilbert is very talented. Yes. He reminds me a lot of Brock Bowers. There it is. In other words, I'm going to take Ari Gilbert and compare him to someone else. I'm not going to compare Brock Bowers, the true freshman, no. to Ari Gilbert, the proven talent. I'm going to reverse that. And I'm going to tell you, Ari Gilbert is shades of Brock Bowers, is what Todd Monken said. And Georgia fans, you ought to ought to have known then. You ought to have known. Shame on us for not knowing then that this man Brock Bowers was to be trusted because he's a part of this offense. Ah, uh, yes, sir. He's not part of this offense. He was our offense he, for a, for, for a, a hot minute there. For a hot minute, he was it when we needed the first down. Brock Bowers was it when we needed a chunk play. Brock Bowers was it. They dialed. It wasn't just he was out in. Passing patterns. The play was designed specifically on that edge to leak him out and get him a wide receiver blocking for him so that he can get up the field. Brock Bowers is it. I, I want to go to one other thing before we take off. Um, consternation over offensive line. Yeah. Shut up. Do you want to know why? Just back to our original uh, earlier point. Do you want to know why Todd Monken schemed the way he did? Yep. Tried to get east and west. Tried to get. Listen, he was trying to protect that offensive line, guys. That offensive line, and, and it worked. They he, did just fine because they played admirably. That offensive line. JT Daniels got sacked one time, but he had clean pocket after clean pocket. The wide receivers missed on some balls. JT Daniels missed on a couple throws. Yep. There were some some open guys that did not get hit. I get it. JT Daniels did not light the world on fire. He did not look like a Heisman Trophy candidate. No. He did not look like the best quarterback to ever play at Georgia. I understand all that. But this offensive line against the best defensive front, again, that they are going to face now, this whole season. There you go. Now, best defensive line, that was it. And this offensive line, Tate Ratledge injured on the first series, and we have to sub in a right guard for the whole game. We're already on our backup center. We're already moving Jamari back out to tackle. Right. Because the young tackles aren't ready. Yep. And this offensive line played just fine, Clint. Just they fine. They played just fine. Listen, we've got more thoughts on the offensive line. We've got more thoughts on Zamir White. Clint, we're going to play a formal apology symphony. 
uh, while we while while the Clint Christ, while Clint talks about Zamir White, there's just about to be crescendo after crescendo. And, and listen, Tuesday's episode, some of y'all need to get your mind right because you're gonna have to join Clint in that formal apology. And I'm just gonna sit here listening to it. I'm just gonna sit here taking it in. And intern executive producer M Dub's got a whole apology on his own that he need to make. We're gonna make it for him. Yeah, we're gonna make it for him. Don't about worry. that. Okay, so we have lots more thoughts. We'll be back tomorrow. Right now, um, uh, after we come back from this break, we're gonna uh, we're gonna cut straight to audio from the trip. So we're gonna pick up we're gonna pick up right after we got kicked out of the Chili's, Chili's on Friday night. Chili's and Tina kick us out. We'll, Let me just tell you this: Chili's, you're dead to us. You're dead. We're, A- we're Applebee's. Done. Applebee's, we're coming next year. We're coming Eating to Applebee's. In the neighborhood. You dang right, we're coming to Applebee's. We'll tell that story a little later. Yeah, we're co- we got audio from that. We got audio leading all the way up to the game. Audio in the middle of the game. And so all that's going to play as soon as we come back from the break. But first, want to tell you about this. Built Bar is this tastiest built bar, energy bar on planet Earth. This, this is accurate. This is this is fantastic. Daniel says that you should just go ahead and just, just melt those things like a gooey packet and yep. just cut a little hole in the side of them. Just... just Look, you get them, get them right. You get them direct delivery system. Built Bar comes in a variety of delicious flavors. Uh, you can go to builtbar.com right now. Enter the promo code Locked On fifteen, and you're going to get fifteen percent off your order. That's Locked On fifteen to get fifteen percent off your order at builtbar.com right now. Daniel, you know, also want to let you know about one of our favorite sponsors, and that's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is your sports book experts. Right now, Daniel and I gave out locks this week, and uh, how those all do, Daniel? Listen, I got a lot of heat for these locks. Thursday, I'm coming for some. Uh, we got listen, more receipts. I got more receipts because people trying to give me heat for my locks. This they week. they but, tried to let us know about Nebraska, and they said we ain't going to trust you again. You should have trusted us this week. Let's just let me just let's just see how we did this week. We okay? did just fine for y'all. BetOnline.ag sportsbook experts. We give out locks. You go over there and right now put in the promo code locked on. Get a hundred percent bonus right on top of whatever you put in. That means if you put 100 bucks in, you have 200 into your bank account over at betonline.ag in which you could bet. And if you would have bet the money line on Georgia and the under, you would be sitting pretty for the whole rest of the year. Yep. So, betonline.ag, your sportsbook expert promo code locked on. Clint, we're in the car. We're in the car. It's 8, it's 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Charlotte time. The, Fr- the night before. Friday evening. Yes, sir. If you're listening to the podcast, you know where we just were. Where were we, podcast listeners? As we told you on the pod, we put it out on Twitter. We went and celebrated at the local Chili's the night before the game. Apps and Zerts for days. Only, we didn't get to the Zerts. We got no Zerts. What happened? Not a single Zert. No. Shout out to Justin, first of all. Justin came. Shout out to John, Daniel. M Dubs. Yep, yep. Shout out to Emily. Shout out to some Clemson guy whose name I don't remember. Look, I'm sorry we don't remember your name. Your girlfriend's very, I'm, very lovely. I'm not sorry. She's I don't very lo- Emily. You're lovely. The Sounds guy, great. The guy you brought with you? Nah, pass, pass. <laughs> um, uh, I think it was probably him. We just got kicked out of the Chili's. The Chili's said we no longer desire your presence in our facility. We have a strict policy here at this Chili's where we do not overserve. They, Somebody they said, must have been slipping her drinks from another table. They said this, and I kid you not, the excuse was when we showed up, we had five five people at the table. Three of those people left, and three new people came to sit down, and they said, 
this isn't the same five people that began your seating here. You must leave. I don't think that's a standard in the restaurant industry, Clint. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with the, the comings and goings of the restaurant industry. I know, I know a thing or two about business and people that own business. That's never been used before in their entire lives. No. Uh, so, Chili's in Charlotte. Um, shout out to you you're, for... That's it. We're dead. You're dead to us. Oh, shout out for being dead to us. You're yes. banned. You're banned from this podcast. We will no longer accept Chili's as a sponsor of the podcast. You know what? I I definitively say, uh, Chili's, welcome to welcome to being dumped. I now right. dump you. I dumped you before you can dump me. That's correct. We're going to Applebee's next big game. Next big game, you meet us at Applebee's. Hundred percent. All right, we got about. Uh, we got about a, uh, 23 hours and 30 minutes to kill before this game starts. I have no clue what we're going to do. I don't know if we're going to make it. Pray for us. Uh, we'll check back in later. Go Dogs. Here we are. It's 1230 on Saturday, Clint. Woo-wee. Uh, we're currently in the car. We're en route downtown for Lord knows what. Who knows? I- I don't know what's going to happen. There's no guarantee I won't be kicked out of every establishment I'm about to enter right now. This Daniel. may be the last time you're ever here. So, if so, last will and testament, I don't have anything to give. This so. is the little black box on <laughs> the airplane. If yes. this ever gets to you, it's because we've not made it. That's correct. We've not made it out alive. Um, how are we feeling this morning, Clint? Uh, abject horror, terror disdain for my own life and for yours, quite frankly, if I could be honest. If you come anywhere near us, that's on you. That's You've signed the waiver. That's what you said. You're I have. I said as we were leaving a store, I should come with a disclaimer that says, you've already waived your rights if you come in my vicinity. Correct. So, so listeners, we would love to have met you last night at the Chili's. <laughs> um, today is not today, the day. You're not going to get the best of us, I'm just saying. It's just not going to get... Um, JT Daniels, just nothing but disrespect on the television Oh, my morning. gosh. Uh, but after watching Sam Howell last night just defecate all over the bed, Clint, there's, there's so many nerves going into this game. I have no idea how to feel. At this point, there's no sense in predictions. Nope. There's no sense in speculations. It is just a, a clustered ball of nerves for the next... 10 hours or so. And uh, then we'll see what happens from there. Uh, well, I, the black box may never be re- recovered, if that's the case, it, depending on the outcome of that. Um, yeah, so we're not going to give you any score predictions. We're not going to give you final thoughts. We have no idea what the news is coming out. We don't know who's healthy and who's not, who has COVID, who doesn't. At this point, everyone could have COVID or everyone could be healthy. Our feelings wouldn't change. Doesn't matter. Correct. Nihilism, here we are. Correct. Okay, good. All right. Well, that'll do it. (laughs) Signing off. See y'all later. Y'all, it's halftime. It's halftime here. Bank of America Stadium. I'm dead. I've died. Daniel is dead. I've resuscitated him three times. Died so many times. Dogs forever. Thoughts on the game so far? It's a nail biter. What the? What are we doing out here, Georgia fans? DJ Uwangale. He ain't here. He ain't nothing. This man is not a quarterback. Daniel, you have some, you have a public apology coming Monday, don't you? The, Taj Boyd, listen, we didn't mean it. I'm sorry. We just get 
we just we just get so scared sometimes. We say things we don't mean. You're better. You're Taj, better than that. Taj Boyd, you deserve better. This man is Emory Jones, but he can't run. The Redcoats are playing. We'll be back. Second update. Yes. The, the second half's about to start. Um, Trevor Lawrence did not come out with the Clemson team. It looks like they're going to stick with uh, Big Cinco at quarterback. ETN also not out here. Not out here with the team. Um, the comparison's been made. I don't think it's wrong. Uh, DJ Uwa is uh, not Emory Jones nope. because he can't run. But that's the only difference that we've seen so far. Also, M-Dubs would like you to know that the UGA majorettes are better at throwing and catching than the Clemson offense. He said, I think I will quote M-Dubs, there's been more receiving yards by that baton than there has been Clemson all night. Third update, Dabo still looks like an idiot when he runs out with the team. And he doesn't know how to use timeouts. End of updates. Go dogs. <laughs> Guys, there's 10 seconds left to go in the third quarter, and Dabo Swinney needs to pull this quarterback because he's about to get hurt, Clint. They are giving up. They did a Zion run. Every third down, we get in a sack. That's the game. He's coming out. Quick update, Clint. Who's your favorite running back on this team? Zamir White. He's always been my favorite running back. Never doubted him for a moment. Never a doubt. Zamir White for Heisman, baby!